The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The secular world might not get it, but Merry Christmas. And good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, December 29th, 2022, the fifth day of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Thomas Becket, bishop and martyr. Born in 1118, he became chancellor at the age of 36 by his friend King Henry II. Henry made his chancellor the Archbishop of Canterbury, and Thomas gave him fair warning he might not accept all of Henry's intrusions into church affairs. Ultimately, Thomas fled to France for safety and remained in exile for seven years. Because Thomas refused to remit censures he had placed upon bishops favored by the king, Henry cried out in rage, Will no one rid me of this troublesome priest? Four knights, taking his words as his wish, slew Thomas in the Canterbury Cathedral. The year was 1170. St. Thomas Becket, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Well, today we celebrate in the church the fifth day within the octave of Christmas. Christmas is such a big feast day that we, we celebrate it for eight days long. And there's been, there's been so much excitement in these last days since Christmas, whether we celebrated and started on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day. There's so much excitement at Christmas, the birth of you, Jesus, your, your birthday. We celebrate your nativity. And on Christmas Day itself, we have the angels and the shepherds, the frantic search for, for a place to give birth. Mary and Joseph uh, finally finding the, the stable. And there, there's so much commotion and and then again the the song of the angels and the glory and the hosts of angels shepherds coming in visiting and adoring the Christ child and then even within the church on the days after christmas we we have a lot of excitement we have a lot of exciting feast days 
On Monday, we celebrated St. Stephen, Jesus, your, your first martyr, the first one to give his life for you. And then we celebrated St. John, the beloved disciple. And then we celebrated yesterday the Holy Innocents, those, those children who died in witness to you, Jesus, in Bethlehem. And so there's been so many big feast days in, in your saints and those who love you, Jesus. But today, this fifth day now of Christmas, is no special feast day. It's Christmas. We're still celebrating Christmas, but we don't have a special saint. We don't have all kinds of commotion. And I think today that this is just a beautiful time, Jesus, to to just be with you, to just spend some quiet time with you. When a baby is born, there's there's obviously a lot of excitement. There's the labor and the delivery, the rush to the hospital, and then all the visits in the hospital room, if that's permitted. And people come in and see and they want to they meet the baby and they, they want to see the baby. And so we have family and we have friends. But at a certain point, the family that had the baby goes home. And at a certain point, there's no special visitors today. There's no special events going on today. And it's mom and dad and any brothers and sisters. And they're just able to be there with the new baby. And so today, we, Jesus, get to spend that time with you. To just focus on you. If in all the excitement of Christmas and all the stuff that goes on around Christmas, we've gotten so caught up in the commotion and in the excitement and the joy and the busyness, well, today, Jesus, you invite us to just take this time to be with you and to be quiet with you, to just be there in love and just to be in your presence and to to gaze upon you, to, to contemplate you. We could ask ourselves, what is... What does a day with the newborn Christ look like? What, what does it look like with the new baby? What's ordinary life going to be like with this baby now in our lives? How many times in the middle of the night does the baby Jesus wake up because he's hungry? What, what does he look like when we, when we gaze upon the baby Jesus? What does he look like when he's, when he's sleeping? What kind of cute baby faces does he make her? The yawning or the little baby noises or the way his little baby hands move. We get to just watch that. Today we can just fall in love with the newborn baby Jesus again. And we can just contemplate. And in a way, too, we can just relax and be at rest, watching with Mary and with Joseph. Just being able to spend time with Jesus, with you in in our life, being able to spend that quiet, that loving time, that contemplative time with you. Things get to slow down a little bit as we spend this time with you, Jesus, as we deepen our love for you by just gazing upon you. And, And we should do this regularly in our mental prayer, in our meditations that we can just rest with someone that we love. We can just be there with you, Jesus, and just look at you in love. Sometimes our mental prayer needs to be like a a meeting. Sometimes we have an agenda. There's certain things we want to talk about. There's certain scripture passages. There's, There's a lesson to learn or a particular point upon which we're meditating. And so it could be good at times that our mental prayer has that type of structure, like a, like a business meeting. 
Sometimes our mental prayer needs to be a crucial conversation where there's something very important, something very, uh, maybe something that we're afraid of or something that we're upset about, and it needs a resolution. And so, Jesus, we bring those to you, and that mental prayer turns into a time of crucial conversation. But other times, our mental prayer should just be sitting with you in love. We don't have to have a lot of words. Words maybe aren't even needed, but we can just look at you, Jesus, in love and be in your presence in this quiet time of mental prayer. Even when we're listening to this podcast meditation, we, we can, if we're moved, to just be quiet, to be at rest. Then we, we should pause. We should pause these meditations and, and just be in silence, to let the contemplative rest of silence descend. In the car, it could be a beautiful thing if we're in the car all alone, and we're just trying to listen to something to, to stay uh, attentive. Now, we want to be safe, but if we're able to, and if we're alert enough in our driving, we could just mute, mute the stereo. And just for a little while, just pray or to just sit in silence, knowing that, Jesus, you're, you're here with us. And words, words aren't always necessary. We could hit the mute button, right? Or if we're at home. And again, we don't always have to have noise going on in the background. Sometimes we can just be silent. That we don't have to be doing something. We can just quietly pray. Quietly look on you in love, Jesus. Anywhere we are, we can have this quiet, loving prayer to just gaze on you. We hear uh, two different times in Luke's gospel that Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart, right? Uh, that we hear it particularly after the shepherds leave, and then we hear it again after the, they find the child Jesus in the temple uh, when he's 12 years old. Mary ponders these things in her heart. She stores them up. She thinks about them, returns to them frequently. She, she treasures them. The way that somebody treasures a, a good memory, the way that someone treasures the photo of a loved one. Here, here are my favorite photos of these people that I love, and particularly uh, babies, baby photos and, and toddlers. And, you know, before people grow up and just to, to treasure those, those times. And we too can have the mental photo of you, Jesus, that we treasure it, we ponder in our heart, and we return to it again and again, just like our mother teaches us to, treasuring these things in our hearts, that we don't just want to sit with you. Things don't always have to be chaos. Things don't always have to be having the intellectual goal of getting something done in our prayer. Today, we can just be with you, and just rest with you, Jesus. When these moments arise, we should have that freedom to just love you, to just gaze on you in love. And Mary, our mother, teaches us. She teaches us how to gaze on you in love. She teaches us how to treasure these things in our heart. So we ask our mother to help us, to help us look at you with love, Jesus, and to have these quiet moments whenever possible to just be with you, to be with you in love. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the fifth day of Christmas, Thursday, December 29th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. The Lord of power and might is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. God is for us a refuge and strength a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains be shaken by its waves. The Lord of hosts is with us. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within. It cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult. Kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice. The earth shrinks away. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth. 
he puts an end to wars over all the earth. The bow he breaks, the spear he snaps. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord of our power and might is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Fullness of peace will dawn on the day of the Lord, and he will be our king. O God, give your judgment to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. May the mountains bring forth peace for the people and the hills justice. May he defend the poor of the people and save the children of the needy and crush the oppressor. He shall endure like the sun and the moon from age to age. He shall descend like rain on the meadow, like raindrops on the earth. In his days, justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea and the great river to earth's bounds. Before him his enemies shall fall, his foes lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. Before him all kings shall fall prostrate, all nations shall serve him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Fullness of peace will dawn in the day of the Lord, and he will be our King. The Lord himself will come to save the poor. For he shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak and save the lives of the poor. From oppression he will rescue their lives. To him their blood is dear. Long may he live. May the gold of Sheba be given him. They shall pray for him without ceasing and bless him all day long. May corn be abundant in the land, to the peaks of the mountains. May its fruit rustle like Lebanon. May men flourish in the cities like grass on the earth. May his name be blessed forever and endure like the sun. Every tribe shall be blessed in him. All nations bless his name. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who alone works wonders. Ever blessed his glorious name. Let his glory fill the earth. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord himself will come to save the poor. When the shepherds saw the child, they They understood what the angel had said of him. The beginning of the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Colossians. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the holy ones at Colossae, faithful brothers in Christ. May God, our Father, 
give you grace and peace. We always give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in our prayers for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love you bear toward all the saints, moved as you are by the hope held in store for you in heaven. You heard of this hope through the message of truth, the gospel which has come to you, has borne fruit, and has continued to grow in your midst as it has everywhere in the world. This has been the case from the day you first heard it and comprehended God's gracious intention through the instructions of Epiphas, our dear fellow slave, who represents us as a faithful minister of Christ. He it was who told us of your love in the Spirit. Ever since we heard this, we have been praying for you unceasingly and asking that you may attain full knowledge of His will through perfect wisdom and spiritual insight. Then you will lead a life worthy of the Lord and pleasing to Him in every way. You will multiply good works of every sort and grow in the knowledge of God. By the might of His glory, you will be endowed with the strength needed to stand fast, even to endure joyfully whatever may come, giving thanks to the Father for having made you worthy to share the lot of the saints in light. He rescued us from the power of darkness and has brought us into the kingdom of His beloved Son. Through Him, we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. The Word of the Lord. Let us give thanks to God our Father. Because Because He has has rescued rescued us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of His his beloved Son. Every good and perfect gift comes down to us from above, from the Father of light. Because Because He has has rescued us from the power of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of His his beloved Son. From a sermon by St. Bernard Abbott. The goodness and humanity of God our Savior have appeared in our midst. We thank God for the many consolations He has given us during this sad exile of our pilgrimage here on earth. Before the Son of God became man, His goodness was hidden. For God's mercy is eternal, but how could such goodness be recognized? It was promised, but it was not experienced, and as a result, few believed in it. Often, and in many ways, the Lord used to speak through the prophets. Among other things, God said, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. But what did man respond, thinking thoughts of affliction and knowing nothing of peace. They said, Peace. Peace? There is no peace. This response made the angels of peace weep bitterly, saying, Lord, who has believed our message? But now men believe because they see with their own eyes, and because God's testimony has now become even more credible. He has gone so far as to pitch his tent in the sun, so even the dimmest eyes see him. Notice that peace is not promised, but sent to us. It is no longer deferred, it is given. Peace is not prophesied, but achieved. It is as if God the Father sent upon the earth a purse full of his mercy. This purse was burst open 
during the Lord's Passion to pour forth its hidden contents, the price of our redemption. It was only a small purse, but it was very full. As the scriptures tell us, a little child has been given to us, but in him dwells all the fullness of the divine nature. The fullness of time brought with it the fullness of divinity. God's Son came in the flesh so that mortal men could see and recognize God's kindness. When God reveals His humanity, His goodness cannot possibly remain hidden. To show His kindness, what more could He do beyond taking my human form? My humanity, I say, not Adam's, that is, not such as He had before His fall. How could He have shown His mercy more clearly than by taking on Himself our condition? For our sake, the Word of God became as grass. What better proof could He have given us of His love? Scripture says, Lord, what is man that you are mindful of him? Why does your heart go out to him? The Incarnation teaches us how much God cares for us and what he thinks and feels about us. We should stop thinking of our own sufferings and remember what he suffered. Let us think of all the Lord has done for us, and then we shall realize how his goodness appears through his humanity. The lesser he became through his human nature, the greater was his goodness. The more he lowered himself for me, the dearer he is to me. The goodness and humanity of God our Savior have appeared, say the Apostle. Truly, great and manifest are the goodness and humanity of God. He has given us a most wonderful proof of His goodness by adding humanity to His own divine nature. From all eternity, God destined us in Jesus Christ to be his children by adoption. For it was his loving purpose to show in us the glory of his grace. Long ago, he knew us and chose to make us in the likeness of his own Son. For it was his loving purpose to show in us the glory of his grace. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. 
The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. Almighty and invisible God, who dispersed the darkness of this world by the coming of your light, look, we pray with a serene countenance upon us, that we may acclaim with fitting praise the greatness of the nativity of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the fifth day of Christmas, Thursday, December 29th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you pray night prayer at all, then you're familiar with what we're about to hear, the prophecy uttered by Simeon upon seeing the Christ child. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now, There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death 
before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon took him up in his arms and blessed God. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to thy people Israel. His father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, let's face it, justice, all on its own, is not really just. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. With justice alone, we cannot solve the problems of mankind. Even if we achieve a reasonable distribution of wealth and a harmonious organization of society, there will still be the sufferings of illness, of misunderstanding, of loneliness, of the death of loved ones, of the experience of our own limitations. Justice is enriched and complemented by mercy. What is more, strict justice can lead to the denial and an extinction of itself if no allowance is made for that deeper kind which is love to form human life and can end up in a system of oppression of the weaker by the stronger or in an arena of permanent struggle of the one against the other. Justice and mercy mutually sustain and fortify each other. Justice alone is never enough to solve the great problems of mankind. When justice alone is done, don't be surprised if people are hurt. The dignity of man who is a son of God requires much more. Charity without justice would not be real charity. Rather, would it simply be an attempt to anesthetize one's conscience? Nevertheless, one meets people who call themselves Christians but leave aside justice and limit their actions to a bit of welfare work which they define as charitable without realizing that they're doing only a small part of what in fact they have a strict duty to do. Charity, which is like a generous overflowing of justice, demands first of all the fulfillment of one's duty. The way to start is to be just. The next step is to do what is most equitable, but in order to love, great refinement is required, and much thoughtfulness, and respect, and kindliness in rich measure. The best way of promoting justice and peace in the world is the commitment to live like true children of God. If we Christians really decide to practice the demands of the gospel in our personal lives, in our families, at work, and in our social life, we will change society, making it more just and more human. 
Our Lord, from the stable of Bethlehem, urges us to do so. Don't be discouraged because it seems as if what is around us is of little importance. That was how the first Christians transformed the world, with their ordinary daily work, which at first sight was a humble enough thing in many cases. The Selection from In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Tell the shepherds what have you seen? Who has appeared on earth? We have seen a newborn infant and a choir of angels praising the Lord. Alleluia. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Tell us, shepherds, what have you seen? Who has appeared on earth? We have seen a newborn infant, and a choir of angels praising the Lord. Alleluia! The angel said to the shepherds, I proclaim to you a great joy. Today the Savior of the world is born for you. Alleluia. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. 
All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The angel said to the shepherds, I proclaim to you a great joy. Today the Savior of the world is born for you. Alleluia. A little child is born for us today. Little and yet called the mighty God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Sing a new song to the Lord. His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. 
Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A little child is born for us today. Little and yet called the mighty God. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Hebrews. In times past, God spoke in fragmentary and varied ways to our fathers through the prophets. In this, the final age, he has spoken to us through his Son, whom he has made heir of all things and through whom he first created the universe. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. The Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord has has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. His saving power. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord has made known. Alleluia, alleluia. The shepherds said to one another, Let us make our way to Bethlehem and see for ourselves this thing which the Lord has revealed to us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, Born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophet he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The shepherds said to one another, Let us make our way to Bethlehem and see for ourselves this thing which the Lord has revealed to us. Because God has been merciful to us and sent his Son, the Prince of Peace, let us cry out with confidence, Peace to his people on earth. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Church now celebrates your saving love. Graciously receive our praise. Peace Peace to to his people people on earth. From the very beginning, you promised mankind your victory through Christ our Savior. Let all be enlightened by the good news. Peace Peace to to his people people on earth. In praise of your Son, whose coming was joyously foreseen by Abraham, hoped for by the patriarchs, announced by the prophets, and yearned for by the Gentiles. Save the whole people of Israel. Peace Peace to to his his people people on earth. earth. You wished the birth of your Son to be proclaimed by the angels and to be praised by the apostles, martyrs, and faithful of all ages. Grant the world that peace which the angels proclaimed. Peace Peace to to his people people on earth. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty and invisible God, who dispersed the darkness of this world by the coming of your light, look, we pray, with a serene countenance upon us, that we may acclaim with fitting praise the greatness of the nativity of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.